Welcome to the Arabology Show. I have with me today in the studio the one and only Amza Dilasi, director of the film Inshallah, a boy in Arabic, Inshallah Walad, a movie that has taken the world by storm. I have had the chance to see it. I have not forgotten it. And to sit here with the award-winning director himself in Amman Jordan is a moment I will never forget. Amza Dilasi, ahla sahla fi barnamaj Arabology. Thank you for this interview. Kifak Abzad. Alhamdulillah, we're speaking in English, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then I, I, I put Arabic and English together okay. the okay. way we do in Jordan. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, the reason I'm asking how you're doing is because a lot has happened and very quickly for you. Yeah. Um, how are you dealing with all the exposure, all the uh, new responsibilities, travels, etc.? Tell us a bit about Amjad Rashid's life today. Actually, it's, uh, well, it's, it's huge. Uh, being in Cannes with my first feature film as a first Jordanian film in Cannes, it's big, it's huge. And winning an award also in Cannes, it's also like uh, still processing all uh, all the emotions. But uh, was it fast? It was not fast. I've been working on this project since six years now. Wow. Uh, which I think now, reflecting back on it, it's like the normal cycle for an independent movie. Uh, it takes time to develop a good story and uh, to finance it and then to find the partners. So it was a long journey that uh, ended happily. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still happening. So let's talk about some of the awards and some of the men that the film has uh, uh, gained lately and let's begin with the Cannes Film Festival and so can you tell us a little bit about the Cannes Film Festival which I believe was the first time that the audiences there witnessed a Jordanian film true very true it was the first time uh, as a Jordanian film to participate in Cannes to be honest it was like overwhelming experience it was crazy like everybody was telling me like be prepared it will be crazy and it was more than I expected the attention that the film got from the audience from the critique from everybody you know, I was walking in the street people stopping me and telling wow. me how, how they enjoyed the film and they liked it and it was so amazing for me that mostly women actually they stopped me and they were telling me thank you for doing this film wow. and to have this feedback from uh, western audience and to feel related to the concept of the film and to the mm. what the character is going through is an amazing feedback for me because it's true that I'm talking about a specific detail in our society in Middle East and Jordan, but still I'm echoing other issues in the West, which is the main idea for me to be, to have like a bigger audience to connect with my story. It's interesting that you say women stopped you. I mean, we're talking about Western women, right? Maybe European women yeah. in, uh, who related to the film, although let's say the inheritance laws in uh, Europe are not the same. Yeah. But this is still resonated with them in terms of the oppression, exactly. the kind of maybe uh, uh, issues that relate to feminism yeah. in 
the West, they were able to relate to that. Exactly, yeah. And I have heard that from Stanford uh, people as well. Um, uh, but the story itself zooms in, for those people who haven't seen the film, um, on one specific female character, mm -hmm. and her name is Nawal, and her plight. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about what inspired you to even come up with the concept of Inshallah uh, Wala? It's a very personal story to, for me. It was inspired by a close relative of mine, uh, who she's a woman who dedicated her life for the service of her family, her daughters and her husband. And when she bought uh, the marriage house, uh, she bought it from her own money, mm. but her husband insisted on her to transfer the house deeds into her into his name, his name. Uh, because it's a shame for a man to live in a woman's house. Mm. And she did it. She did that. I don't know why she did that, but she did it. And when he passed away, uh, the family of her husband they came and uh, told her, "We will allow you to live in your house." Mm. And the sentence we will allow you raised many questions and usually this is there is one question that usually inspire me to tell stories it's it starts with what if mm. what if they don't mm. what if they insisted uh, on uh, having their part of their inheritance uh, what are her options and uh, um, is it possible for her to say no um, we still ruled by laws that was created 1,400 years ago and I was thinking, is it possible that we are still ruled by these laws? So all these questions fueled the idea of Inshallah a boy and I started to do my research uh, about other cases uh, in the society and from there I inspired to tell this story of survival, empowerment, and uh, what if a woman dare to say no in, in such society. Right. And even in the film, I mean, there is that one part, which is part of, think of the trailer, is when she said, well, what if I was pregnant with a boy? Yeah. What if I had a boy? Exactly. And I think to Western audiences, this needs a tiny bit of contextualization mm -hmm. in the sense of you know, the, uh, if a woman is widowed mm. and does not have any male children, even if she had 10 female children mm. and the late husband hadn't written anything in her name, who does the inheritance go to? Yeah. The, the family of the husband. Right. Yeah, and a part of the inheritance goes to the family of the husband. Right. And, and in this case, in the movie, the, uh, the brother-in-law, the paternal uncle yeah, of yeah. the girl. And basically, that's where the movie, you know, really yes. takes off, yeah. is the dynamics between the widow, yeah. who, as you said, has contributed towards the house, yes. and has a daughter, yeah. and the brother-in-law, mm. who now is trying to use the to power take his, of the law. Uh, and, uh, what, what I tried to do with this film, to put all my characters in a gray zone, where there is no absolute uh, evil or absolute angel. Mm. Each character, they have their own uh, motivation to what they're doing. And uh, I... I did that intentionally to raise moral questions. Even if you have the law behind you uh, to support you to do this, would you do it? It's a question. 
putting these characters like the brother-in-law here he needs the money and he's not stealing from her he's following the laws so but the law does it have like a human uh, component component or not so all all of these raise moral questions and this this is my main intention to raise questions very difficult to hate him, right? I mean, it's not black and white. You, you, yeah. you do find him to be sympathetic, but then there are some parts where you really yeah. dislike him. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about the controversy that has unfortunately, or perhaps fortunately, yeah. resulted from Inshallah Walad. And here I'm relying on people who have seen the movie or have witnessed, you know, some debates that concern the movie. And it seems to me that um, there is a little bit of a hesitancy or a fear about the way the film will be received in Jordan and in the Arab world once it has its cinema release. Mm. How do you feel about that and what is what are the messages you've received? Uh, well, it's not premiered in the Arab world yet. Uh, it will be soon, inshallah. I hope that the film will uh, open a conversation, a conversation where we can uh, think more about what has been normalized on us. I believe that films usually starts when people leave the cinema. Mm. It goes with them to the home, to the coffee shop, to whatever they go, and they people start a conversation about the topics that mm. the film is presenting. And I hope that uh, the film will open um, a conversation at least. Right. And I believe that we are in a critical phase in the Arab world and the Middle East where we need to think. And I hope we think more about everything, mm. especially again with, with what has been normalized on us yeah. uh, as a tradition or adat wa taqalid wa stuff like that. Yeah. So you foresee the film premiering in cinemas uh, in Jordan with minimal controversy? No, <laughs> to be honest. I have no expectations. Uh, the thing is, uh, we, we, we're following a human story, so I hope that people will relate to this human story. But then on the other hand, your movie is being released at the heels of a Ramadan series mm. from Egypt that was called the Tahta al and in which Munazaki mm. plays the part of a widow who is in a similar situation. And that led to the Egyptian government actually changing the laws mm -hmm. and I think that goes circles back to my question about you is although you're now you know as an artist you are just presenting what it is isn't part of the hope that some of these new cultural productions will serve to make life more equitable for women yeah I, mean, I hope so definitely it's not the goal of the film it's not my intention but I hope so I hope Again, uh, with re-evaluating uh, all these laws, re-evaluating the way we, 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 we deal with each other as a human beings and how we deal with women specifically. I think sometimes we don't need a film to do that. It's mm -hmm. just like obvious. Right. Maybe, maybe the film will help mm -hmm. uh, to highlight some issues, definitely. But yeah, I, I hope so. I hope things will change uh, and uh, we, we, we improve with, uh, with our lifestyle because we say that women are half of, of our society and 
how would our society develop unless we give this half an equal uh, rights mm-hmm. and uh, fair laws that uh, supports uh, supports them it's uh, it's an a society issue it's not only a woman issue mm-hmm. uh, let us move to the superb cast spearheaded by the one and only Muna Hawa. Now, I have to tell you, for so many of us in the United States, we were familiar with her oeuvre from uh, Bar Bahar in between, mm. in which she played a completely different character, to other films she's been involved in, including one about Gaza this year, right? Gaza Weekend. Gaza Weekend. Um, so how did you develop this relationship with her, and how did she come to star in your film? Actually, I've been doing casting for this film since long time, and uh, once I saw, uh, like, uh, maybe two, three years ago, I saw a previous work for for Mona. I think it was Barbahar, and I felt that this is my Nawal. Mm. Uh, but before deciding, I needed to know her. It it was important for me the talent. The talent was obviously there. Uh, but also the character, her character as a human being, I needed to understand her as as a human being. So because she is living in Palestine, I live in Jordan, so we had this Zoom meetings all the time uh, where we discuss many topics, uh, including the script, the story, Nawal, uh, and uh, her journey and everything. And I was like mm, focusing not only uh, on the her uh, ability to act or her range of emotions that was there I was pretty sure of it she's one of the most talented actresses in the Arab world I think but I, what I needed is like to understand her as a human being mm-hmm. and to understand her body language how she stands up how she walks how she looks uh, these are very important elements for me that helped me to motivate her in the rehearsals and in the on on, on set. Uh, I did the same thing with the all with all cast, uh, and uh, this is why it took me years to 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 lock the cast. And mm-hmm. thanks to my producers Roland Nasser mm-hmm. and Asil Wajash to to give me this time. Muna is, is, is again is not only a talented actress. No, she's the smart woman. She's strong woman, and uh, I would love uh, to work with her again. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah. in fact, I think you needed an actress with a portfolio that included, let's say, daring films mm-hmm. for this role, mm-hmm. because it is such a demanding role yeah. in the wide range of emotions. Yeah. And so she flew into Jordan yes. and uh, and was here to film yeah. the entire time. Yes. And uh, and the film was, of course, filmed all around Amman and uh, Jordan. Uh, beautiful uh, landscapes. We saw the streets, the, the charm, as well as the hustle and bustle of the city. But how challenging was it for you to film all these outside scenes in a in a city as as busy as Amman. 
Well, with uh, good producers, the things become easy, to be honest. It was challenging, definitely, but it was not uh, problematic. It was, uh, I can say that the shooting were, were smooth in general. All the crew and the cast were very cooperative. They were doing it with passion. Uh, I was really, it was a great time. I love my work and I love to be on set. So whatever obstacles were like normal obstacles of any shooting. Mm -hmm. And thanks to, again to my producers, they made it, uh, they made it easier. Your journey continues. Where is Inshallah Walad going next? And where is Amjad al-Rashid going next? <laughs> well, uh, the film is going all over <laughs> the world now. Uh, it was in Sydney Film Festival, uh, now it's in Melbourne. Uh, we went to Kalubavari. Uh, we were going to Busan in uh, South Korea. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's a big tour. I, I, like till this moment, I think we are selected to 32 film festivals, all of them like <laughs> the biggest. It's very exciting moment for me and for the film. I think uh, it's. It's it's a good way to to start with Cannes, of course, and then to continue with all uh, all of these festivals. But I hear that you are already thinking of the next project, and yes. I know you're not at liberty to discuss it. But yeah, I mean, are you there? Are you mentally uh, in the next stage, or you're just enjoying the present uh, accolades? You know what? I, again, I love my work, so I feel like if I can't stop. So, and it's not, it's not that uh, I need to do something, it's the story imposing itself on me. Since I stopped, shoot, stopped shooting last year and during the post-production, there's this idea that I'm thinking about and uh, now I'm in, uh, in the early stages of development. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you give us updated about sure. the new film, and we want to wish you the best in Thank terms you. of what you are doing. Uh, the film is truly superb, Thank and we so look much. forward to screening it uh, in the United States, and specifically at Stanford, where I know my students and our faculty and community would embrace such a powerful, brave film. Amjad al Rashid, thank you so much thank for you, being uh, you. the person you are and for putting Jordan on the world map in terms of film. Thank you, thank you so much, and thank you for having me.